Welcome to Integrity Inspire, your daily dose of inspiration and motivation, featuring the bright and talented members of the Integrity Marketing Group family. Now, here's your host, Integrity co-founder and CEO, Brian W. Adams. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today's Inspire podcast. This is such an incredible time for us to come together as an Integrity family, share a little bit more about each other, and get to know each other um, just at a deeper level. Uh, and I love the way that we've uh, come together as a family using this Inspire podcast. Um, and just to, to, to get to know each other's stories, get to know each other's uh, talents, uh, and, uh, and also uh, just have time for, for, for people to even share thoughts and prayers for, for others. And I, I want to give a quick update on Tony Bettis. Uh, Tony, as, uh, as all of you guys know, we asked you guys to pray for him a few months ago, and Tony um, just continues to make incredible uh, strides uh, in his recovery. Uh, and I was talking to John Bettis this weekend, and, and Tony uh, is, is uh, just continuing to make improvements and just on behalf of the entire Bettis family. And everybody, especially at Elder Care, want to thank you for continuing to pray for Tony and the family there, and we can continue to pray for just a full, full recovery. Also want to um, uh, ask you to continue to pray for Brianna Kozlowski. She's uh, continuing to, to heal and just continues to make uh, great strides as well. And then and then uh, at American Senior Benefits, Doug McDermott um, had a uh, heart attack last week, and and uh, and I would ask for, for everybody to uh, continue to pray for him and uh, his family as he uh, is going to be having a full recovery as well. So um, really, that, that's part of what I love about this Integrity family is people coming together and really not only sharing their stories, but also sharing some of their burdens and uh, the opportunity just to, to, to laugh together, to cry together, and to, to do life together. Um, and I'm so excited about the announcement that we had last week uh, whenever we announced that Insurance Administrative Solutions, or IAS, was joining the Integrity family. This is a huge deal for Integrity and for the industry as a whole, and it's been turning heads and making waves ever since we announced it. And that's why I've asked the president and CEO of IAS and my good friend Doug Price to be our guest today on the Inspire podcast. As I said last week, our partnership with IAS is different than many of the others that we've done. IAS is not a marketing organization or a sales group. They're a third-party administrator that provides business outsourcing for carriers that we work with. IAS has over 300 employees, and IAS expects to process over 4 million insurance claims this year and manages over $500 million in annual premium uh, a year as well. IAS is effectively the back office uh, for many of the insurance companies that we uh, work with, and they're, they're really just built to provide efficiency that helps support carriers in their business practices. And when you add all of those capabilities to what we're already building here at Integrity, you get a true turnkey product solution for carriers from product design and development to national distribution to the advertising and marketing that we do at Thomas Arts, and now with the administration uh, and claims processing that you see at IAS. 
Doug has put together an incredible team of experienced professionals at IAS, and their knowledge and experience that they bring to our platform will make all of us much, much better. In spite of his incredible success, Doug has stayed very humble and steadily focused on improving his business, but I guarantee he's just excited about this as we all are here at Integrity. And so I want to welcome Doug Price to the Inspire Podcast. Doug, thank you so much for uh, joining us here today, my friend. Brian, well, thanks for having me. First, I just want to say how grateful I am to be with all of you guys on the phone. And my team and I are still, we're on cloud nine about becoming part of the Integrity family. So we're really excited. Wow. Well, we we are uh, we are too. It's It's one of those things that whenever... Whenever we first started talking, Doug, it was one of those, those things that, uh, you know, we just sat back and said, man, this makes so much sense, right? You just have so much industrial logic to it of us coming together and being able to provide the full service solution that we just had to had to figure out a way. And so I appreciate uh, you and your team uh, rolling up their sleeves and our team rolling up our sleeves to figure this out and uh, figure out how to... Uh, how they come together. And I, I've got a lot of things I want to cover as, uh, as, as part of this podcast. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I'd like to, uh, to, to hear from you about your background, just a little bit about your background. I, I find it interesting. Uh, you're, you're, one of, you're, like, you're like that guy on the Dos Equis commercial. You're like the most interesting man in the world. You're, you're, uh, you're an actuary. You're a wine connoisseur. You're a sports fan. You're an entrepreneur and a and a business owner. Um, but I read that you were in the army when you were younger, and during that time you served as a Russian linguist and an interrogator. Now I don't know what you uh, can and can't share from those days, but uh, but what was that experience like for you? Well, that's that's true. Actually, I went into the army out of high school. I went in as a private, so uh, um, and went to uh, uh, went to Fort Leonard Wood for my basic, and then through interrogation school at Fort Huachuca, and then spent about a year in Monterey, California. That's where they have the language school for all the service branch and the FBI and the CIA. And then I was just fortunate. After I finished my training, I got probably the best assignment you could get. As a, as an enlisted person in my uh, occupational specialty, I got to go to Munich, Germany, and my job was to debrief Russians that were emigrating to West Germany. This was back in the day when the Berlin Wall was up and the Russians wow. had just invaded Afghanistan. And I got to travel to a lot of what they called joint interrogation centers, Frankfurt, Stuttgart, Berlin. Um, I even go into um, East Berlin back when Checkpoint Charlie was there. And uh, so it was just a very fortunate job and to be honest very was very close to making the military or maybe another government service organization um my uh uh, uh my career but um but the experience was real impactful as a 19 20 year old to be honest i mean coming out of high school the army always or any services some discipline but the particular job i did taught me empathy i mean here you have the west with just whatever they had on their back, they would they would do whatever they could to get out of Russia and to get to West Germany to get uh, uh, reunited with their family, and then it also just taught you gratefulness because uh, you know just to be part of this country, 
um, you know, you had people willing to just come here for uh, um, and, and just dying to come here, literally almost. And, and here we just get to leave, live in this country, um, you know, and we're just here. It's just, it's just so impactful. But I think the main thing I learned from there was just the importance of everyone doing their job in a big organization. I mean, the Army is a big machine, and you need to delegate responsibilities from when you're at the top. You need to execute a game plan that you might not understand. And, and um, you know, I just hope that th- these things that I learned in the Army, I was able to incorporate into the um, IAS corporate culture. Man, and so, so I grew up. I grew up in the Cold War era, right? I, uh, I I I was a big fan of Red Dawn and all these like movies about you know the Russians coming in and and uh, and you know I was a kid during that time, but you were actually over there and and doing interrogation. So you you actually learned Russian. Can you, can you still speak any Russian? No, I can speak a, a little bit. You've got to use it a lot, but um, I was fluent at the time. And um, I actually spent uh, some time with a KGB colonel, like uh, literally eight weeks down in Garmisch, one-on-one. He had defected. And when I really learned to speak Russian was we would play chess and drink a lot of vodka. And that's actually the truth. <laughs> and, and uh, boy, when you when you can speak Russian, when you do that, you're you're pretty good. But um, I'd probably take me about three to six months to get close to where I was before. But literally, when you went to language school, you spent twenty four seven speaking it. You weren't allowed to speak English, so you had you know you just had to speak Russian. That teaches you how to how to do it when you're eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So. Oh my gosh! Well, you, you you said that you were in Germany at Checkpoint, Char- Charlie. Um, Alan Pauly, who works with us uh, and has been with Integrity for years and years, um, Alan was actually a military police uh, policeman at Checkpoint, Charlie, in Germany. It's such a small world. One of these, you guys may have ran into each other back in the day and, and never even knew it. But uh, what a what an amazing service! To, Appreciate um, all that you guys uh, did for for our country, for sure. It's a, it's a, I'm sure everyone would say it's a privilege. Everyone that's called it served. It's a, something I wish everyone did. Either served in the service or went to the Peace Corps or something. I think it's it's uh, you owe something back to your country. To be honest with you, so yeah, yeah. So how? So you so you became you got out of high school. You became Private Price. You went into to the military, you learned Russian, and then how did you get out of that and get into the insurance business uh, after your time in the Army? Well, um, actually, I left the Army. I actually stayed in the active reserves for a while, but I had the GI Bill, and so I decided to go ahead and go through the actuarial science program at Georgia State. Now, my my father was a Northwestern Mutual agent, so 50-plus years, so I actually knew a little bit about actuarial science, so I went through the actuarial program. And when I graduated in the mid-'80s, I was hired by Aflac, the duck. And uh, I was hired in the pricing – yes, and I was hired in the pricing area of that division. And it's interesting that my first boss wasn't an actuary. My first boss was actually in charge of research and development. He was a marketing guy. And so I think he taught me to look at things a little differently than maybe an actuary was. The guy was sharp as a whip. And, uh, could, you know, he just, but he looked at things differently versus just the numbers. So I was, I was fortunate to have that as my first job. And then in the late eighties, uh, 1989 actually came down here and started our consulting practice. And then, uh, uh, 
uh, but eventually the TPA. Wow. So, so a lot of people on this call, and, and I, honestly, I'm, I was one of them uh, before I got in the insurance business. A lot of people don't know what an actuary is or what an actuary does. Uh, you know, we've got Dennis Talshik as our, our company's chief actuary. You, you've worked with Dennis for years. Um, tell us what an actuary is and uh, a little bit about actuarial science, if you don't mind. Well, actually, I look at it as an actuary. It's not really a science. It's really an art. I don't know why they call it a science. Accounting is a very precise thing. In actuarial science, you just have to be close. In fact, anything you do as an actuary, the only thing you know is you're going to be wrong. But hopefully you're close because you're projecting things so far out in the future. But I really look at our job as just to be risk managers for insurance companies. So now you might work for pension companies or something else, but to help companies when they are coming into a market or designing a program to do it, um, to hopefully make money, uh, but more importantly, not to lose money. So we're a little bit risk averse, you know, that's just how we're trained, but um, that's what we do. We manage risk. Yeah, so what you built at IAS and you and your team, I mean, you, you've got you know, some great people, man. Um, what you guys have built is you've been able to take and, and help a carrier come into a market, and then you try to take a lot of the other you know, back office and some of the burden off of the carrier. Explain a little bit more about what IAS does and what services you guys provide to carriers and how integral you guys are to the overall life and health insurance space. Well, I think um, sometimes um, uh, your business just transforms as you learn things. And actually, when we first started out as administrator, it was my partners and I met a gentleman that many of you all might know named Mike White. And uh, Mike was uh, starting out just like I was pretty much. And um, we saw the need as a, as a group to, to create turnkey programs for for insurance companies, either in the long-term care and the Medicare supplement market, and uh, Mike was very skilled at um, uh, getting carriers and, and convincing them that that was a good market to go into. So, so we started doing that, and then companies pretty much would come to us to help them get into a market. We don't usually have companies that are already in the market saying, "Will you do it?" because they're already doing it. So what you, what you have is companies deciding whether they want to get to the market. And, look, they can try to do it themselves and hire people and spend a million dollars on systems, or they can go to someone like IAS who already has the trained personnel in the back office infrastructure, and they can hit the market very quick. Or they can go to uh, a known entity and say, hey, look, let's build a good product. Let's find a good administrator, and let's get great distribution, and let's go out and hit the ground running. So we can get them into the market um, in six months from from the time someone would say, hey, bring here's an idea to go ahead and filing the product, to getting it approved, to getting the you know commission schedules all loaded and to start underwriting, paying claims, just all the back office. The only things that we don't do is we don't market. We don't have a marketing function at IS, and we don't invest in insurance carriers' money. It's, we put it in their bank account. But other than that, for all intents and purposes, I think we're an insurance company. Man, that is uh, – it's, it's, I'm so excited about this overall partnership and what – it means for the future of integrity and what what uh, what we can do together. You know, integrity and IAS have had a long history. In fact, going back to what you were talking about with Mike White and all the things that you guys have done, 
But now this this partnership will completely align our two organizations in every way possible. It gives us end-to-end end -end capabilities to help carriers go to the market quicker. It's amazing to think about how our combined resources and personnel offers carriers just a whole new solution to whenever carriers come in and say, I want to get into this market, and we can help them with the product development. We can help them with the distribution of sales and marketing with all of our 275,000 agents throughout the country and, and the best-known brands uh, that are IMOs in the, in the uh, industry that, that work with us and their partners of ours. We can help them with their marketing and advertising uh, with Thomas Arts and all the things that they're doing. And then now, and, and we've had a lot of carriers that have said, like, we would love to get in this market, but we don't know how to facilitate that process or underwrite those products or pay those commissions. And so now we can we can say with our partner, with you at IAS, that they can actually, we'll turn to all of that for them and be able to help support them as they get into the market. Um, and you guys can help them with uh, the product development and the, the filings. You can help them with the uh, new business processes. You can help them with the underwriting. You can help them with the claims adjudication. You can help them with with the whole management of the back office uh, team. Um, and, and at the same time, you can help them reduce their costs, manage their admin, license their, their agents and support the entire process of that massive amount of work that's behind the scene, the scene. And this partnership makes integrity a true turnkey product development end-to-end uh, -end solution that I don't think that there's anything else like it in the market. And I think it's important for people to know that you didn't have to make this move. And IAS was incredibly successful on its own, but you, you chose, you contacted us and said, I want to be part of what you guys are building at Integrity. So why did you decide to partner with Integrity now? Well, I guess, Brian, it's, uh, it's true we didn't have to sell, but I think um, uh, this is definitely a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, at least from my perspective, to be able to, to join with an organization like Integrity. But I think for any owner of a company that's, you know, medium, small size, you know, it's important for an owner or founder of the company to find an organization to carry the torch. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I don't know how much longer I'll work, but certainly not 30 years. And uh, um, and so you got to find a partner that's going to hopefully run the company with the same vision uh, that that you have. And boy, your your integrity's vision in terms of you know their emphasis on employees, you know, with the ownership pro stock ownership program. Um, it was just just meshed so well with us, and then you know to be really true partners with all these distribution partners that we had worked with in the past, and now to really say we're partners on top of your financial st strength and the corporate support that you provide. I mean, we just couldn't pass we couldn't pass it up. There, there's no way we could go where I think we're headed without someone like Integrity uh, backing us up, and uh, I just can't wait to see what we can accomplish together down the road. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that, and I can't I can't wait to see either. I think I think this is going to be one of those uh, things we look back on. Um, I've, I've told a lot of people this, including you. I think this is going to be one of those moments we look back on and go, "Oh my gosh, 
that was that was a, a brilliant idea of us all coming together. Uh, and sometimes those those you know ideas that that you you kind of stumble into are the ones that really make the most impact. And and uh, all of us working together is uh, going to be a lot of fun. At the end of the day, we're going to help a lot of people with their life and health insurance needs, and really help transform uh, the way that insurance is delivered throughout the United States. And, uh, and and combined, I think we can really impact a lot of lives and serve a lot of Americans. And so, thank you for uh, trusting us. Thank you for for joining us. It's a humbling experience to have somebody who's so um, uh, well regarded and respected in the industry that wants to be partnership and integrity and so thank you very much for uh your partnership and your friendship and uh the opportunity for all of us to work together it's going to be a lot of fun my friend well thank you as well brian well well thanks again doug really appreciate this i i think that we're going to do some amazing things um and really appreciate you cho- choosing integrity um and i'm honored to have my name next to yours as a partner here at integrity well, guys, thanks again for um, for a great uh, call today. Such an incredibly interesting, most interest, interesting man in the world, in my opinion, Mr. Doug Price, who uh, is now our partner and is president of IAS, who has just joined Integrity. And, and this was just a great call to kind of get some more understanding of what we're building here at Integrity and all the different pieces we're putting together. Um, and next week, we'll have another great call uh, to continue to highlight some of the incredible people here at Integrity. So hope everybody has a really blessed uh, week this week. And uh, thanks again for all that you do to make Integrity such a great place. Take care and God bless everybody.